There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Well, first of all, it is a great prosperous moment in the culture. It's a great landmark day in world culture. It is the birthday of Bowen Yang. And Rebecca Romaine. And Rebecca and Romaine. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I think Ethan Hawke. Shut up. It's a good birthday. Myself, not including myself. I'm saying a lot of great people who we love and admire share a day with me. Wait, there's one more that's like Sally a Field. huge November. Sally Field. Sally Field. Yes. Sally Field. Sally Field. And I was just with Sam at brunch. I'm broadcasting live from the Palm Springs Ace Hotel. I'm broadcasting live from Hotel Chelsea. Haunted place. Now talk about that. Is it sort of... Sid Vicious killed his girlfriend here. You're kidding me. That asshole. That asshole. What an asshole. Such a jerk. Amanda Lepore lives here. Patty Smith, Ryan Adams wrote a song about Hotel Chelsea, but we don't like him anymore. But um, no. after what he did to Mandy, more unforgivable. No, and you can't cross Mandy. It's actually a rule of culture. Uh, it's it's a lost culturistas thing. Like it's a rule of culture. If you cross Mandy, you, you cross us. us. What rule number is that? Two. That was rule of culture number two. That's way up there. It's so important. You know, I would like to have Mandy more on the podcast. I have so many things to ask her. We need to get Adam Shankman to like send in some questions and have it be like a pseudo walk to remember reunion. Mm -hmm. Because I told Adam Shankman myself, I said the DVD commentary of a walk to remember. It's Adam Shankman, Mandy Moore and Shane West. You've said this before. The three of them are having a blast laughing at Daryl Hannah's wigs. It is a hoot and a half. And the three of them love each other. You can tell. 
Wait, hold on. Something that gets lost in the conversation about a walk to remember is Daryl Hannah Hannah played Shane West's mom. Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) That needs to be more of a topic in everyday culture. People don't talk about it. Daryl Hannah's wigs from that old movie from 1999-2000. I feel like a walk to remember was one of the last times where Christian culture and gay culture intersected. And then since then, it's just been a diverging path. Well, you know what I'll always remember about a walk to remember? It was late afternoon. It lasted, lasted forever. forever. It ends so soon. soon. Yeah. Wait, what a vocalist? A vocalista. Many more? Oh my God. The tangled reprises. I'm talking about the reprises. Oh, forget Mother it. Knows Best and When Will My Life Begin? Oh, don't you- even get me started now. I'm rock hard thinking about the second reprise of That's When My Life begins good luck to everyone in in this hotel she literally touches grass sorry to use that term from the internet for the first time and (laughs) sings it's the perfect musical theater moment her emotions are so strong that she has to sing she has no other choice hitting the pause button smack what is touches grass oh it's like when someone's like too online you're like you should touch go and touch grass you know I'm really happy I know that now because I'll use that a lot but it's it's already on its way out. Like people are already using it too much. Well, shit! I just yeah. fell in yeah, love. Get outside. With get it. offline. You just fell in love with it. It's like what Eva Longoria says in Desperate Housewives. But we've already fallen in love with her. Oh my god! It's just like that. That was a great arc. Speaking of housewives, I was just talking about Desperate Housewives the other day. Actually, it's due for a comeback. I, I can feel it. I can feel the groundswell of Desperate Housewives culture making a huge return. Yeah, because I'll tell you what's back. Honey satire. Um, (laughs) It's been gone and now it's back. We need social suburban satire now. Although I don't think they can reboot it because can you really give Felicity Huffman a job now? Major criminal. Big felon. Huge Hollywood felon. Felicity Huffman. But I think she released one of the better Hollywood apologies in the last five years. You think this way? I thought her apology was nice. And messed up that William H. Macy kind of not involved in that sort of crucifixion hands clean of the whole situation willie definitely sucked off a dean he knew he knew he sucked off a dean he walked down to what's a good college upenn upenn and sucked the dean and before we can say start, start saying that bravely bravely proudly and bravely bravely new word bravely Sorry. new word go ahead and use it touch us grass before we can bravely say on Las Culturistas that William H. Macy has been sucking the cock of every dean in the college industrial complex. The nation over, yeah. Then we can't say we're a podcast that breaks ground. And speaking of podcasts that break ground, today is oh actually a God. huge deal in podcasting history because it's two critically acclaimed podcasts sort of getting together to shoot the shit. Absolutely. Well, let's just keep it at that. I don't want to limit us because... I feel like the four of us together, this is, I, I'm not one to really say this and self-label in this way, but this is powerful. Not since Marsha Cross, Eva <laughs> Longoria, Terry Hatcher, and one of America's biggest criminals, Felicity Huffman, got together. Don't forget Nicolette Sheridan. Honey, there's not a fifth, and I'm sorry, but she was supporting. And had <laughs> she known that, she wouldn't have gotten to the trouble she got in. She needed to know her place. She needed to be thankful. She came there, hit her mark, do her sassy one-liners, and get the hell out. The fact that they even gave her deep arcs was huge. It's true. Fine. And we could get more into that because you know who they throw around her name as a, as a potential Beverly Hills cast member. 
Let's talk about it with our guests. Our guests are so wonderful. Incredible. Incredible comedians. Real Hotwise of Orlando. Real Hotwise of Vegas. And more. I mean, incredible actresses and writers in their own right. They also host the truly iconic podcast, Bitch Sesh. The kind of podcast that you go on and then a hundred people come out of the woodwork, as they say. And they say, wow, you were on Bitch Sesh. That was amazing. People from high school? Yeah. Wow. That's the power. Damn. That's the power. Like we said, they are the hosts of Bitch Test. We are so happy. And it was long overdue. It's actually humiliating. It's taken this long to get them on. But please welcome into your ears. I hear on Las Culturistas, Daniel, Daniel Schneider, Schneider and Casey Wilson. Wilson. Let's go. Wow. Let's go. We're off to the wow. races. We're off. Hey. This does feel like a meeting of the minds. I'm going to try not to. T- I'm so excited to be here and with my brethren that I feel like I don't want to talk too much. You know, like I, I want to like just. Why else did we bring you on? You have to talk. It's crucial that you talk. <laughs> I know, but I'm so excited. I'll just have like <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth. I'm trying to like chill myself. I mean, look, we've already said that William H. Macy sucks cock to get his Ugh. kids into school. So like, I have already long set the bar high. been angry that he has really got into the background and had no repercussions. He's on TV left and right. Yeah. I want to say, guys, hi. I'm so happy to be here. But (laughs) I am wearing a jumpsuit that last Halloween, I pulled out two seconds before my kids started trick-or-treating. I took a piece of tape. I wrote Felicity Huffman, inmate, whatever (laughs) on here. And I got an SAT prep book and I walked out the house. (laughs) And so it feels right that I'm wearing this to to be with you all on this incredible podcast. Very correct. 100%. So did she do hard time? She did do a little... Time. I, I think she did like 14 days. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. I think Lori did like two months. <laughs> uh-huh. Lori. Lori was the real mastermind. <laughs> yes. I think Lori, you know, got her daughter on like an, a rowing machine and that costs more in the eyes of the law. <laughs> <laughs> That's soft time. That's soft mochi bite time. Yeah. Just exactly. really pillowy and, and juicy and whatever. Well, yeah. that's like Hollywood prison. It's true. But I'm ready to forgive. I don't know about Lori, but I'm ready to forgive Felicity. I am too. Mm -hmm. I forgive them. Absolutely. You know, forgiveness is a major part of the human condition. And I'm so happy that we're talking about it here. Forgiveness (laughs) is so important. When was the time that you forgave? (laughs) Never. Not once. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. What if this podcast all of a sudden became very Brene Brown? Like you didn't realize that we had pivoted. We had decided to pivot 15 minutes before. And it's no longer about pop culture. It's more about human, like how how we better ourselves. (laughs) Run screaming. (laughs) Brene's not even about forgiveness though. Anyway, I just wanted to put that Guys, I don't understand Brene. And I know I'm alone in this and I'm going to hear about it. No, it's okay. Should we... yeah. Okay. What, what, what's confusing to you? We don't have to unpack her. I just, <laughs> the whole like vulnerability thing. I just, I don't, it's, she's not it for me in that yes. world. And I will go to every unaccredited spiritual healer in this <laughs> broken city. You, I'll give anyone $2 and take their advice, but something about her hasn't grabbed me. Okay. If you Am can I think wrong? About her, no, 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 no. You're not wrong at all because I think vulnerability became like the catch-all phrase in her work. And it's not the thing. I don't think that's the thing she should be known for. I think if anything, she should be known for shame or at least emotional linguistics. Like the act of naming your emotions as you feel them helps shape the experience of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. What you have just said, I have understood it so much more because vulnerability, (laughs) I was hanging my hat on that word. 
It's big. I didn't Vulnerability know, frankly, is big. know what was happening with it, but shame I can okay. I'm recontextualizing. <laughs> shame. Shame, shame I got that. Shame. shame I got that. Oh, shame I got. I, I got that. I would. I can hang my hat on shame any day of the week. I recognize it. That I get. Absolutely. Great hat stand. Wait. I remember she came out with her like HBO Max series that was recently oh, of out. Of course. I drank a weed seltzer, got out a notebook, and was taking notes. Okay, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready to go. I'm in class. I, I paid more attention to her as like a professor than any college course. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you got a lot out of it. A lot. Okay. I used to drive around the City of Angels and just play (laughs) her books like in the car and weep. Like that was like when I couldn't afford therapy, (laughs) Renee Brown and me and my car were just like, this is right. This feels great. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Worth the price of gas. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. I have like a gift certificate to see a wizard and that is not a joke. <laughs> Wait, what? So who, I think it's time to... Wait, who gave it to you? How much is it for? Which wizard? <laughs> Which wizard? <laughs> My friend Katya, she's a dog therapist and she gave me a gift certificate to see a wizard and... She's just like, he'll change your life. There's no other. He goes by wizard. And I wish I could call him by any other name. A rose that smells as sweet. He goes by wizard. So his name is wizard and his occupation is wizard. Yeah, wizardry. And, you know, again, I will see anyone. So I'm looking forward to his teachings. Amazing. It's a two hour session. I don't know what's going to happen there, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you haven't, you haven't done yet. No, no. I just have my gift certificate and it oh, is I a see. printout. Yeah. Amazing. What do you, what do you hope will or could happen i mean oh my gosh there's so many possibilities whatever this wizard says will be like that's the thing i've needed this whole time and i've been so stupid and everything i've done up till now is like a fraud and so (laughs) i hope for anything he tells me i'll latch on to i'm sure have you guys done the because now the big thing is tarot readings on apps like you chat with the tarot i I, Mm. so i downloaded sanctuary in addition to other astrology stuff and you can pay for a dollar a minute or some some people like five dollars a minute some people really charge up but um i did one and this lady was like you should consider past life analysis and i'm like okay this has gone too far but maybe you should consider spending more money here that's what she said (laughs) See, Bowen, when I hear that, I'm like, wonderful. And yeah, good. <laughs> Thank I'll you. I'll you know, Bowen, that right by my <gasps> path is this beautiful tarot book. You the know? Mysteries of Love. What does that say? Oracle deck. It's the greatest oracle deck of all time. Did you pull your card today? <laughs> show the cards, Danielle. Just show how gorgeous they are. Yes. This is the card that I pulled today. I'm just going to show you real quick. Oh, this quick. is important for us to know. Yeah. Is hope. Oh, oh hope my God. Today. I needed that today yeah, and that's a beautiful, beautiful photo too that orchid is very gorgeous yes i'm gonna call it an orchid yeah it, it, it is those cards are gorgeous cobalt blue and gold yeah okay so it's with the theme of hope on today's episode <laughs> and the, the theme of the episode is of course hope forgiveness and hopefully betterment mm-hmm. and shame and shame. <laughs> I, I want to say some names for you, which this is what Us Weekly reports, okay? Oh, and and this was this was a report that just came out. I don't know if we're seeing this. And again, it is way too early and this is almost definitely... Of course they've seen it. It was on my Google alert this morning, <laughs> but please proceed. I want to say these following names. Brandy Glanville, Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump, Sutton Strack, Erica Jane, Garcelle Beauvais, friend of Dorit Kemsley. Do we I have hope like... for, for this? Is this possible? Can this happen? So Rinna's not mentioned at all. She is not. No Rinna, no Diana, no Crystal. Wow. wow, 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 wow. You know what? That's wow. Say, yeah. right as rain. Right as rain. Beautiful, 
perfect. I love the reintroduction of one Lisa Vanderpump to take everything off of its heels. Like everybody feels like it has to happen. Yeah, that feels nice. That feels real good. I don't need Lisa back, Lisa Vanderpump back personally, but I'm ready to to set sail to Rinna. Set sail to Rinna. I think she's a ghoul. (laughs) Yeah, it's become ghoulish. It's become very ghoulish behavior. It's become like, it's become... Well, th- now it's like, it's the sort of thing where they're like, say it, say it, say it to Crystal all season about whatever this dark thing was. And now I'm like, Tarina, okay, say it. What What is it that Kathy said that was so cuckoo crazy? What say is it? it? Say it. Yeah, nobody will. If you can't say it, you're off my screen. You got to say it. Crystal is just too normal to me. I, I know moms that know her. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have one connection to the, these people. Yeah. I appreciate her beauty as well. I mean, I love something to feast my eyes upon. And but I don't, you know yeah. what I mean? And she is gorgeous. So for that reason alone, I, I like her in the cast. And I do think she calls people out, you know, in a way that some of the other girls don't. She's willing to speak truth to power, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is normal. She's someone I'd be friends with. And that's difficult. Right. Yes. But it's when she calls people out is when it's good TV and she seems reticent and reluctant to do that until she's shoved into the court. Like she really had to get backed up at the reunion for her <laughs> yes. to blow up a car. It was beef, beef. <laughs> it yeah. was so beef. It was beep, beep, beep. beep, beep it really beep. was. This is what I'll say. Like when I knew it was going to be a bad season for Kyle, I was like, oh no, like bummer. I love Kyle. And then by the end, I was like, no, she really needed to have a bad season because this is what I'll say about Kyle Richards. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say the word me more. Mm-mm. Like everything is me. This is, It only hurts me. It hurts me. When you do Ooh. this, it's me. And I have to deal with it. Me, me, me. <laughs> Meanwhile, whenever anyone else has any issue, she's sort of like, why are you upset about that? Like, dismissing every single thing Crystal said all season in regards to how she was feeling and how she was experiencing things. She sort of does it with Garcelle too, which, you know, not to say too much, but there's a common thread there. It seems like she has some blindness, we'll say. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like there is a self-centeredness which in the past has been cute and now is just like, no, like you can't just do this Queen Bee thing anymore. Like, in an environment where these are not actually women that are your natural friends anymore. They're like not Mm -hmm. scared of you in the same way. And so they're going to call out the fact that you center yourself constantly. And I think that seems to be what Kathy Hilton's biggest issue with her is, is that no matter what, it, it always is all about Kyle. And that's something you learn to like stop doing like in your mid twenties, not your mid fifties. Right. Wow. Well, you know, they say you get stuck at the age you get famous at. That's what they do say. And these women, especially the younger, <laughs> or, or Kim and Kyle, have been famous for a very long time. And they are mm-hmm. all under the, still under the heavy foot of Big Kathy. Big Kathy. Mm-hmm. She's looming large over all of this. She looms very large. From the sky. From the sky. Mama Kathy. Have any of you ever met Kathy Hilton in person? I, I wouldn't dare. Terrifying. I did. <gasps> wow. So I met her at an Eman Marcus event a couple of weeks ago, like <laughs> Wait, randomly. What? Yeah. On a shopping spree. I was on a shopping spree. <laughs> spree. And no, actually I wasn't. It was very much like, it was like a fancy weird, it was pre-Halloween and they were having like a Christmas event. And Lupita Nyong'o was there. Most beautiful woman I have ever seen 
in person, truly stunning. There were other people there too. And then Kathy Hilton was there. And I guess someone that works for her was like, do you want to meet Kathy? And I was like, oh my God, I guess so. I guess I have to. Here I am, I'm being asked. So I went over to her and like, she, when she shakes her hand, she looks you dead in the eyes and sort of says, hi. And then like expects you to say something. Ooh. And all I could get out was, hi, Kathy. It's nice to meet you. And I just want to say, team Kathy. <laughs> and she goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then someone next to me was like, I actually know a mutual friend of yours. And she goes, oh, of course, of course. Yes. And then she like had a conversation with them. But all I could say was team Kathy. And here's why. She's much scarier in person than you think she's going to be. I believe that. I believe. Very intimidating. Really? Much less cuddly. Less cuddly. It's less, haha, what a goof, and more like, oh my God. I was just going to say, we've been on such a journey with her because I think we thought we knew Kathy. And then she comes on the show and we're all like, that's not the Kathy we thought. Like with this box fan and doddering around and we were so excited it wasn't the Kathy we thought that then when she was unmasked as the Kathy we knew her to be before, we're now also confused. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to hear that in person she's tough is I'm taking it in, you know. And it wasn't it wasn't even tough. It wasn't even like she wasn't nice. She was. Like she fully came over and like shook my hand, took a picture with us, and like then she went on her merry way. But I guess what I'm saying is in person, it's an intimidating vibe. Like it's yeah. not like hi, it's not warm. It's very like in the way that it's like her house is like, you know, very de- well decorated, but there's like a coldness and how mm-hmm. like calculated the decoration is like, that's kind of what I'm responding to is it's like a very put together Beverly Hills woman who's like in charge. Kyle, on the other hand, Casey and I have m- met Kyle and been in mm-hmm. her house mm-hmm. and Ky- the one in Encino, the one that that's like a, a mansion with a dog mansion yeah, outside right. of it. We've been there and Kyle could not be warmer. Yeah. That makes sense. And she did do the splits on yeah, that black did. and white parquet floor. Oh, in yeah. In the Those look nice. Which nobody asked for. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Kathy, I feel like Kathy has the teeth obsession is alarming, a huge red flag. The mm-hmm. birth order is important here to consider. And I feel like Kathy is a perfect example of like personality determinism where you're like, can people really change? Maybe not. Like mm. maybe she is she's mm. always who she always was. And like she and like what Casey's saying, like she was not like the cuddly goof. She never was that person, but like we caught like the show caught her in that little moment where she seemed to have like had a quirky little phase for a few months, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is the Brittany Brown I want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. 
The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details The thing about the Kathy Hilton of it all is it is, there is a huge element of darkness here with the Paris Hilton school of it all. Yes. And also, I was recently watching the Bling Ring documentary. Have you As ever seen? I. Yes. So, it, <laughs> Bowen, I told you about it last week. Yeah. So, there's a Netflix documentary and obviously Paris Hilton was one of the people robbed by the Bling Ring. And there's a point in the episode where Paris is like sort of dancing, like like sort of, you know, seductively. <laughs> on, and like maybe she's a little drunk or whatever. This is like height of Paris, like 2006, 2007. In the background is Kathy just sort of standing there with arms folded, like smiling a smile. And I'm like, this is not 
like I got to bring my fan with me. I wear slippers in the airport energy. This is like a calculated family decision to have the fame be this type of thing. You know, like it's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not all peaches and creams. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I also think, and I feel like I've been saying this for a little while, which is that like we don't get a Paris Hilton and a Baron Hilton. I don't know from Uh Nikki, but we don't get those two. (laughs) I don't know from Nikki is the title of that. I don't know from Nikki. I don't know from Nikki. Nikki. But I don't, you don't get those two pieces of, let's honestly be true, garbage Uh without somebody else. You know, and I'm not saying we're all to blame for our children. Who knows? My child could be a serial killer and I refuse to take responsibility for (laughs) it. But I just feel like it... Like Kathy, I feel Kathy looming over them. I don't. It was fun to see her as this doddering thing, and I do believe that that is a part of her personality. But there is darkness there. Mm-hmm. There's power play there. To talk about darkness in a way that feels, um, like exceptional within Housewives is wild. Bingo! Like everybody's yes. dark. Right. Yeah. For us to really see that and all agree there. <laughs> it's like, you know what I do like about Kathy is how for some reason her and Gar- Garcelle is like exempt from all her. Like at mm-hmm. no point was Rena like and wait till what she said about Garcelle. And Kathy's always in the corner with Garcelle being like, toothless, almost, almost toothless. Like, she's always pulling Garcelle off like you get it. <laughs> it's uh-huh, just like a funny uh-huh. little odd little pair there. But yeah. And I always forget that Kathy and Crystal are BFFs. I'm like, oh, what's that about? It would seem that they had never seen each other on the street. Remember when she came over to <laughs> yes. visit? Yeah, when she came over to visit and was like, hey, and then sat down and I was like, oh, y'all y'all just hang? <laughs> okay, here's a question. Is Beverly Hills the darkest franchise? Yes. At mm. this moment, yes. I, I think mean, so. I, for a while, have thought Orange County was so dark mm. because that is a is a, a franchise built on like it's a it's a house of cards. Like there's no money, mm. there's no culture. No culture mm-hmm. in Orange County. It's actually shocking. It's like a kitchen island is the culture. Yeah. It's like we just redid the kitchen island. And that kitchen island is made from cardboard. Like yeah. there's no like if you took <laughs> off the four mica, it would be cardboard under. Yeah. Like there's no like real structures. Like there's no money. There's no personality. Yeah. There's no there there. And so yeah. I find that vacuum of like gravitas or something. you know what i mean like yeah. that vacuum of anything real like to be really dark to me mm-hmm. personally uh-huh. it's like it's like it's taking place in a you know what like a strip mall yes literally but beverly hills has overtaken that right now uh, yes. beverly hills has for me it's the sisters element like the three sisters where we saying there's like a chikovian thing happening with the three of them <laughs> there's something so dark with those sisters and when we go back to the limo ride and you're an alcoholic and we see the whole thing and then we've got rick is the real entrepreneur with real estate and then Maurizio. it's so much is going on there that the the family element to me takes us to another level of darkness mm-hmm. and beverly hills is an incredibly dark place of course mm-hmm yeah, I mean, from the beginning, what I've actually really liked about it was that it was about the cracks in the China. And like when 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 it actually got revealed what was under there, it was like fascinating because of the depths of yes. how dark it was. Like, I think probably the darkest thing that's ever happened on any house size franchise is Taylor Armstrong and Russell. Oh. You know what I mean? Like that's because he he's dead and he was probably going to kill her had he lived. That's like the base reality that we're working at. But it does feel like, and I will say this, the reason that Bowen and I love Potomac so much, and not to say that Bowen 
And I don't acknowledge that Potomac has been dark. Oh, yeah. It is probably at times, at one point anyway, been the darkest. With some of the parents, it gets dark. Yeah. Yes. yes. But it's fun. So and fun. And funny. And like, it feels light. Like, I love that, like, what I'm like kept up about at night is the fact that Robin cannot put together a family fun day event. <laughs> that family fun day. <laughs> she couldn't even pay for a bounce house. Nothing. Mama couldn't get a spread together. Some donut holes. <laughs> Nothing. Like anything on a folding table. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. I know we've we've talked about this at length, but I haven't heard your opinions. What do you think about Ashley divorcing Michael? Like, is this real? Like, what's happening? I think it's maybe just a a whole gambit for Michael Darby to be like, I don't want to be on camera for the show anymore. Let's do something about that and like kind of stage some whole divorce plot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, something about the call of Ashley getting the call in the car on the drive home from the Family Fun Day event seemed a little <laughs> off, even though that Very was off. like... It seemed off, but I was like, oh, yeah. but I, I couldn't tell. Like, the re- like reality was a little bit. And we didn't know really where we were in time and space. Yeah. There's something about it. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm not I'm not alone in this. It was weird that it ended like that. Yeah, it was like the Family Fun Day event happened, and then she's in the car doing loops. But I'm like, <laughs> I, I just can't. I, I was going to say, was she Michael. like turning around in a cul-de-sac over and over? <laughs> she got lost. It was so odd. It was so weird. And I will also say, so my opinion on this is, I think it's a real divorce, but I think it's not as complicated as they're making it out to be. And that's where they're producing it for television, which is that it's probably pretty cut and dry. She certainly has like the amount of money she's getting worked out. Like, you know what I mean? Like they've known they were getting divorced for a few years. I'm certain of it. And they're probably just making it seem more contentious. I don't know about that because the baby though, the new kid, yeah, but don't you think that Ashley's like, you will give me these children? Like, I think that she has enough agency in that where it's like, even if they were to break up, she was like, I'm getting my kids out of this because that's ultimately why I married you. That's all I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think that he wants them full time. Like, I don't think there's an argument. No way. No, you know, like, I just don't think he's interested. I mean, he's a hundred. I don't he's think one he's one of the interested. oldest men in America. Yeah. He's <laughs> the oldest living man in Potomac. <laughs> Have you felt a darker space than that apartment? On the ground, picking up the toys. It's made of glass. Just something about him with that one beer. The two of them love those Coronas so much. It uh is so wild to watch them just sit around, drink Corona, toys littered on the ground. (laughs) An unsafe atmosphere for children. It's made of glass. Every mirrored and glass everywhere you look. I'm so upset in that apartment. Although despite all of this, back to your earlier point, it is the lightest show in the entire (laughs) franchise. Like when Candace breaks the fourth wall immediately and just says fourth wall, no, I I screamed. I stopped the show. I broke in a sweat. And then when she just, they're so funny when she said, not today, Satan, not today, neck, not today, ankles. (laughs) We don't have it. We don't have it. We don't have it. (laughs) We don't have it. The, the, Matt and I talked about this the last couple episodes, but like that moment in the dance studio where she just breaks fourth wall and goes, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Looks at the camera and says, what are we doing? So impactful. She saw it all. I, I screamed. Screamed. We said last week, like, w- w- a certain housewives memes that we love, like 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 whenever Sheree is like, um, I like the beat. <laughs> or like Bowen said, when it's daylight savings, Dorinda, what if your son died? <laughs> like, and another one, another one. Someone did a meme of Ariel when she gets her voice back. I need Eric. <laughs> Where is Eric? 
<laughs> really good. Oh, I need God. Eric. I need Eric. I said, whenever I get into any argument with anyone, I'm getting up off the floor out of my cross-legged situation and saying, I need Eric. And I'm stomping out. I really latched on to Doug. Doug. I'm Doug. all about Doug. Remember when Andy called for Doug in the What reunion? do we want to do, Doug? He goes, what do you want to do here, Doug? Oh, oh, Kyle's a mess. Doug, Kyle's a wreck. We did this Halloween show about 10 people dressed up as Doug. <laughs> they all had headsets. I was dying. It was like it. everybody decided to be Doug. Did Andy judge? He did. Yes, he did. It was just Doug. Doug. Caviar and potatoes, Doug. Caviar and potatoes, Doug. <laughs> Someone dressed up as the chicken tender that Erica said Crystal could. Oh, my Oh, my God. <laughs> Funny. Oh. Our friend Tim Murray, who's been on the podcast, he came to a very crowded Halloween party the other day as Kathy Hilton's conga line. Ah. He had one person in front of him, one person like he made like mannequins, and there was one on his front and one on his back. And he was like, the party was too crowded as it was, and he was like trying to get through as Kathy Hilton's conga line. And I really <laughs> think that was good. wow, really good. It's great, it's beautiful. Great. But back to Potomac, I also love Karen and Giselle's relationship. Like, even though it is obviously fraught, there is such humor and love there that when they do get together, mm -hmm. there's nothing funnier. Those I think two. someone said to them, hey, yeah. stop. Like, just please get together. We need it as a as a nation. You just have to. And they're like fine. And it's so fun. And, and there are it is all building towards a Candace and Ashley sort of team up too. like it yes. feels like the old rivalries are breaking down. And, yes. and new ones are forming, unexpected ones are forming in their place. And I, I, I'm not segueing right now into Salt Lake, but I feel like mm. that's. I was just thinking that, Bowen. Yes, with Heather and um and Whitney, Whitney kind of breaking off, and Lisa. What do you guys make of Salt Lake? I'll be honest with you, it's actually becoming less fun for me just because I always struggle with a cast of women that's really small, small. because especially when the dynamics are so firm, like it's like. Meredith and Lisa, it's just not moving forward. And Heather and Whitney seem to not be moving forward. And with Jen, it's kind of like, I think all the juice is sucked out of her scenes, actually, because we know what happens. And we know she's lying, so she has no credibility, so therefore she's not a grounded character in the show. And I don't, I certainly don't have fun watching her, nor do I enjoy where it's going to go. Like, if it's if we're going to go there, let's get there. That's what I yes. think about Salt Lake right now, is it's moving slowly, although I did enjoy the talent show, at least the beginnings of the it. Audition. Someone, yeah. er, Danny Pellegrino and everything iconic described Whitney and Angie Harrington, which by the way, that's a haunted situation right haunted. there. Ugh. Their their dance duo as being from Greg Gardens. And I <laughs> love that. Absolutely. It was giving Greg Gardens. But oh Bowen's not a Salt Lake Stan. I am. 100% I am. Right, but you more like the fun Potomac energy. I The Potomac energy is something that I feel like is sorely missing from so many people's lives, including yes. my own. I just, it's the kind of television that's hard to find. It's the, I don't watch that much reality TV. And I'm not saying that in a snooty way. I'm just going like, it's because I feel like it's hard to arrive at that. There's, there's an alchemy in Potomac that is very, 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 very hard to land on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, to have a person throw a taco party, mm -hmm. spring fling, Mm -hmm. Rites of passage. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> and, the fuck? Whatever, and then not serve one taco. Like that <laughs> yeah. is, you can't get that anywhere. At, like, yeah, you don't you get, can't that get that every day. Like, come on, like that's like, come perfect. On. And that's even, and, and I feel like I'm so invested in, in in what's going on in that show, even though it is like the lowest stakes compared to a lot of other shows. Like Ashley Darby showed up to 
an SNL after party a month ago. And I was just so annoyed with her at the what? time in the show that I was like, I'm not saying hi to her. <laughs> <laughs> like it like spills over into my real life where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. And then I'm at, at Upfronts, I, I've told the story. I made eye contact with Giselle Bryant. And, sh- and I think she, this is me assuming so much and thinking so highly of myself. But I'm like, she knows I've talked shit about her publicly. I think they do know. I don't but know. I, I don't know. But but wait, you, so so you ladies like because bitch sesh is like I yes. think the iconic the like podcast. podcast. Uh, you and Danny like you guys are the podcasts for for housewives. Do you do you get people reaching out ever and like angry at you? You know, I I don't say this because I'm like I'm being funny or trying to be Please. rude. I don't think a lot of the housewives can get at podcasts. And that's just a, I don't think they know how. Tech issue. It's a tech oh issue. Oh my God. Yeah. Because if I like post anything, I'll get some DMs, but mm. it's like nothing compared to what we've said. Right. Also, so, remember how none of the housewives in Beverly Hills could get through like one page of a newspaper article? Right. Yeah. Like when they're, they're like not, something that they were cared about, you know, something that they were like invested in. Like, I couldn't read Erica's that whole article. I couldn't. Yeah, no, Crystal it was, too was the long. only one that read like any of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sutton read it, but she took all morning. Yeah, exactly. So I <laughs> yeah. think that they feel that way about podcasts. Like, I can't listen to all of this. Like, yeah. You know, Lisa, Lisa Rinna has, has come after me a bit and she's watching Ooh. Watch What Happens Live and firing off DMs right away. Whatever yeah. anyone's saying, she's she's at you. And it's it was scary. I had to take a clonopin. She's got to touch grass. Yeah, she yeah. did. She was like, Danielle, can you read this? I was like, I'll get through it. Like, I'll figure I'm it out. So it was so scary, honestly. But I guess we're asking, like, has it colored your interactions with housewives that you've had? Like, where You know, they- we try not to ever really interview them or fly too close to the sun. I yeah. don't want to. I, I just filmed a video with Sonia where I, like, pretended to be her intern. But Sonia, I put in a oh, class so over here. You know, uh-huh. she's so fun and sweet and... I would feel the same way about her, but I don't really want to get to know these gals as much no. as I love them. Sure. And I also want to be able to talk about them and not feel bad. So they also yeah. sort of have to remain like characters in this great show that I'm watching as opposed uh-huh. to like real human beings. Yeah. Cause then like, if it's like it's a too person, mean. it's too, and, but we do love them. It's yes. not like we're coming yeah. about this from an angle of like, ugh, these stupid idiots. Like right. I have real <laughs> love in my heart for these and respect. human beings that put <laughs> their course. lives on, you know what I mean? I don't, and I change on them every day, 180 from week to week. So sure. it's best if I don't view them up close and personal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And while still remembering that they have to be people first. Yes. And not... Because I think that was the thing. I didn't watch too much BravoCon stuff. I know you guys sent... didn't send, but Ray and Ira reported back to you on BravoCon. Yes. And it was a great episode. We sent, we sent reporters, yes. You sent reporters. <laughs> you sent to the field. But yeah. I feel like the, the thing... My takeaway from BravoCon was like the booing of Rena, like all this other... St- like just like the interactive element of that with the fans there while certain conflicts were being sort of played out on stage, there was something a little, uh, something a little dissonant to me about that. I was like, oh, we're not used to this element in the normal housewives scheme. Yeah, the streams are kind of crossing. There's something happening where it's like, it it is getting a bit, I like them to stay inside in the TV. Me too. Yeah. Is that bad? Is that wrong to think? And watch my stories. I want to watch my stories in my programs. Right. I want to watch my stories. It's our soaps. Yeah. And you know what it reminds me of now? It's 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 reminding me a lot of like the WWF. You know what I mean? Where it's just like it's now become like an interactive element of it. It's like, you know, they they know to amp up their fans. Like, and that to me is like it's drifting away from like what 
it is and more like, for example, like on the Beverly Hills reunion, I think we spent much more time on social media things that happen after the show than on things that happened on the show. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we even discussed big plot points in the season. Like, but we spent so much time on these bots. Like, you know whose name wasn't even uttered? Ms. Asher. <laughs> I knew it. Asher. I was so upset. Who's by the that. breakout pop star? Thank of the you. Show. Thank you. His high note. Did can you know? he sing? Can he sing now? Can he sing? Was yes, he giving Constantine Marula? He was giving Constantine Marulas in a stroke. Thank you for that. A name we haven't heard in decades. Oh, he just shot up out of bed. He was like, huh? <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick-and-mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn, and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com.
You know, but when I sleep well, and I, know I, attribute, you do. I attribute that in many ways to the mattress that I sleep on. We both sleep on the Helix Midnight Mattress. It's given us sweet dreams aplenty. And the Helix lineup offers over 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections, the mm. Helix Plus, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and the Helix Kids Mattress designed for growing bodies and endorsed by child sleep experts everywhere. Say it again. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. Your personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Unique girl, the way you sleep is perfect. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash losculturistas. That's helixsleep.com slash losculturistas. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Speaking of Constantine Maroulis, that's sort of a, a look back in culture. And mm-hmm. so this being your, your first appearance on the show, what we do is we ask every single guest that rolls through, what was the culture that made you say culture is for me? This is the touchstone of the mm. critically acclaimed podcast, Las Culturistas. <laughs> Danielle, we will ask you first. What was the culture that made you say culture was for you? For me, growing up in the 80s and 90s, um, I'm going to say like the original soap operas. Mm, you know what I mean? Is that what you think what connects you to Housewives? Oh, for sure. Because it's women living out loud. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was for me definitely like the the Susan Lucci and the Dallas and the Dynasty and the like, just like... My favorite characters not being in any way likable or mm-hmm. any way anything I could relate to. Just these like wild storylines and people screaming. Like I was six years old watching General Hospital. Wow. Like my mom would just <laughs> sit me in front of it and be like, have at. She you- was like, Luke and Laura are getting yeah. married. Yeah. Everyone in America is watching. <laughs> yeah. No, my mother was a massive all my children, General Hospital, exactly. Port Charles. Exactly. So it was just like that was in front of me. And I my girlfriend was watching like Smurfs and <laughs> Sesame Street. And I was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, get me young and the restless, you know? Yeah. And sometimes what's great about living in the Valley, which I, I now live in Glendale, but I used to live in the Valley. And what was great about it is I would see these soap opera stars that I used to grow up with, like wow. loving. Wow. Now sort of like Those tan are and aged and pulled. Those are yes. But it's gorgeous to see like the men and women. Like I, I saw Jack Wagner in a hot yoga class and I almost shit my pants. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, like this is life. This is living. Yeah, um, it's living when it's like yeah. old. Like not old. I just mean like like time bound, weathered. time weathered, emotional relationships, parasocial or whatever with these people. Yes, I think that to me at a very young age was where I came up with the culture that was yeah. for me. Because they were in homes every single day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that was it's it's one thing to be a TV star and like I think that you know people and maybe obviously it's all blended now because what is anything? What is a movie? What is a TV show? Yeah, but nothing. like people always said like when you were a TV star at a certain point, like you would be approached differently. Whereas like people are very afraid to approach like a proper movie star. Whereas a TV star, it's like, Oh my God. So these soap opera people, they must get the, and, and the fandom obviously is 
was intense with them when they were huge, but maybe that energy has transferred over mm-hmm. to the Housewives fandom because oh, completely. That's what that's where people have. I think that. it's such a perfect link. Yeah, yeah. And Andy says that a lot. He talks about how like the reason he even was interested in doing this and like creating this. And obviously he wasn't like the creator of it, but he has steered it in such a way was because mm-hmm. he loved soaps right. and yeah. missed them because they don't occupy the same cultural space anymore. My sister still watches soaps. It's like shocks me. Like she's still like yeah. taping her Santa Barbara every day. You know what I mean? Like I don't Santa even have Barbara. terrestrial television. I wouldn't even know where to begin uh-huh. on where to get a soap opera like that. But like some people still are. I still see like the soap opera Digest, which if mm-hmm. I would beg my parents for oh. in the grocery store, I'd be like, can I please get that? <laughs> They'd be like, no, you can get Premiere. And I'd be like, fine. <laughs> Premiere. <laughs> oh, I was not Tiger Beat. I was like Premiere Magazine. <laughs> yeah. You've always been this person then. Yeah. Oh, completely. That's beautiful, I think. Thank you. Just yeah. to have like your your like cultural focal length like exactly set for like. At a very young age. <laughs> I perf- oh, that's that's the dream. And so then to like create something like. Hot Wives must have been like a perfect like meeting of those worlds too. Yes, it was. It still is. You know what I mean? I I, I love to watch people that aren't mm-hmm. perfect living loudly and brashly. And so to just get the, and anything we did on Housewives, nothing is bigger than the actual Housewives. You know what I oh, mean? Right, like yeah. anytime uh-huh. we 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 did like a. Casey's character threw like a party to like raise money for high heels for dogs. <laughs> yes, and, I like, <laughs> um, and so it was one of those things where it was like, then they're all throwing these like, you know, homeless, not toothless parties. Like they yeah. all kind of feel in the same, like we're never, we were never bigger than the show itself. It just, you couldn't right. be. So respectful. Yeah. Like as, as an homage. Yeah. <laughs> Homeless Not Toothless could have happened on your show and everyone would have been like, this is the funniest joke of the year. And then it actually happened in real life and everyone was like, okay, wow, this is... And I do think that's why you still need Dorit. I'm sorry. Like, I I will sort of die a Dorit stan, unfortunately. Like, she does make me laugh the most. Like, the way that she acts, the things that she says, like, the way that she wears her clothes, (laughs) even when it's dark with her, like, it's it's entertaining to me. And I think if she weren't there, I I would be upset. Mm. She's giving us a lot of flavor and color, although maybe that's what a friend of is sometimes. Oh, ultimately. But I, I love her too. Yeah. I love her Very too. Good. Well, what a gorgeous answer to the question. That was Thank that you. was a, that was a good one. And a connecting gorgeous. one as well. Thank you. Thank you. Casey, what about you? What's the culture that made you say culture is for you? You know, I know this movie is kind of cheesy and some people really don't love it, but I I am obsessed and still am with the women of the movie Clue. Oh, good one. It touched me in a way that I can't even express. Like seeing these, there was four comedians in it. I mean, obviously Madeline Kahn. Yes, Leslie and and Warren. Leslie Ann Warren, Mm -hmm. who was like sexy and funny. And then even Colleen Camp, who played the maid, Mm. was hilarious. Um, And Eileen Brennan as Mrs. Peacock. For some reason, that movie, it lodged itself in my brain. And I'm obsessed with all those women and then kind of became just obsessed with female performers. Mm -hmm. I, I also, I mean, I guess this movie isn't quite what we're talking about with like pop culture, but... I got very into like terms of endearment, like Shirley MacLaine, like, yes. and then in the death becomes her realm. Like I'm just into mm-hmm. that whole wheel of kind of female character actresses, I would say. Yes. Uh, no, that is formative. It was quite formative. I mean, is there ever 
any casting that's ever been better than Leslie Ann Warren coming in to play Terry Hatcher's mother in Desperate Housewives. I mean, that was perfect. It was perfect. (laughs) Beautiful. But these women are like that. That's who I feel like I am watching on Housewives truly are all Mm. these Mm -hmm. kind of larger than life women who are funny. And well, they're not allowed to be it anymore. I feel like they're in my opinion, we just don't get, or they're sort of relegated to these like smaller movies, you know, that like right. August Osage County or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, like not every, like we'll watch, the people in the culture will watch. But like, Danielle and I will watch. <laughs> we'll watch, you know, I'll be like in the, lining up day one for August Osage County, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. But like, you're not getting those characters because, and even I as a writer, like I just get such pressure to write like likable, 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 likable. And it's like, but I like people that aren't likable. I like people that aren't, you know, that you want to be friends with. I like watching these women fight. I, it is the most soothing sounds to Mm. me. I can fall asleep to them just screaming. It's like, waves upon the shore at night. <laughs> I love it so much. And my husband's like, how are you listening to that? I'm like, I couldn't want to listen to anything more. Me too. That's a beautiful soothe. I mean, I guess for some reason she's coming to mind. I mean, not for some reason. It makes sense. Like, I think the only person who's like being allowed to play that kind of person now is like a Jennifer Coolidge, which yes. amazing. Yes. We love. No one is complaining. But mm-hmm. like, I, I wonder how she feels. She just did like a Rolling Stone interview that I'm still reading. And like, it's really interesting, really fascinating. But she's but then you like remember, oh, right. She's also this incredible comedic performer who is like was for a while relegated to like Stifler's mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then kind of caricature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then now she's doing a great job of trying to like recalibrate and balance those two things but like you go back and watch her in best in show and her and jane lynch's scenes are like incredible <sighs> and like who could have done that but they're beyond yes she's yeah. a terrific actress but you're absolutely right that kind of woman like jennifer coolidge is who i feel like we got to grow up watching like yes. a lot more of that version and now there's only so many actresses who get to and do And they're that. so relegated to like side characters, the realtor, you know, and mm-hmm. not that I don't want to see the realtor, but I, but I do think Mike White is oh, like, he it. is all about yeah. kind of centering them in a, in an amazing way, but I wish totally. there was more. Yeah. yeah. yeah like the like, realtor, well, like what else did you Oh, like, like they're always like, what are they? These characters, they're always like yeah, the yeah, realtor. Yeah, they're yeah, always yeah. a realtor, right? That's <laughs> the judge. So funny. The judge. Yeah, the, the judge. judge. Oh, I, and I love, I love a lawyer. I, I love a cunty lawyer. Yeah, like, uh-huh. like oh, in Search Party, that woman that yes. was the oh my god, that woman so was fun. incredible. And I'm yeah. missing the name. Oh, Shalita. Shalita, great, oh, greatest performance. I could see of a whole show on that character, though. Why can mm-hmm. I not get an entire show on that character? Agreed. Mm-hmm. I want her. I don't feel like we need to relegate her to just this cunty lawyer. I want to see cunty lawyer goes home. Yes, <laughs> it goes home. And at a home, it does it, the uh, cunt factor get increased? Yes. Or do we or see it break down? Or is a different and, side of her? Yeah, well, do <laughs> we see it in the deconstruction of the cunty lawyer? Yes. That's what yes. we need. We need Laura Dern at home in Marriage yes. Story. Yes! <laughs> well, and this is, but this yes. is another reason why I loved Big Little Lies and why every time they're like, "Oh, we don't need another season," I'm like, "Who's who are you speaking for? Don't <laughs> not for me. me, not me." Because even if it's not as quote unquote good, you know what I mean? If it's not the masterpiece that was the first season, that was like an actual assessment of something in the culture that needed like a general, like a real dramatic breakdown, which is like it ended up being this like incredible piece on mm-hmm. domestic violence that I think no one thought it was going to be at the no. beginning. And then the second season was kind of more just like, 
Okay, it's pulp. It's Meryl Streep screaming for no reason. You know, whatever. It's still Meryl Streep screaming. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yes, mm-hmm. me too. And it's like, I don't need the mystery. I think people think we need what is right. the, the mystery of the end. If you give me some great fucking characters, I'll watch them eat a eat a piece of, you know, meat. I don't they care. Half a bagel. <laughs> I know. Eat a, eat a baked potato with goddamn caviar. Yeah, I yes. don't care. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, to speak on White Lotus for a second, have you all watched the first se- the first episode? Yeah, of course. Yes, every frame. I'm not. I'm not cut up. Please talk about it freely. But, but there's not. there's only been the one. So there's been one. You're right. This is, okay. I'm gonna say something. Maybe it's a little bit unpopular. Mm-mm. But I feel like Jennifer Coolidge thinks we expect something of her now, and she's giving it. He's, she's laying it on a little thick. I think it's 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 coming across a little performed. It's almost coming off like Tanya McQuad 2.0 in a way where I'm like, take a breath. I agree, but I think we sort of set her up for that. I don't know that she Mm. could totally win in that space as well. Let's see. Let's Let's give it a beat. Let's us also take a breath. Absolutely. Wow. We're all taking a breath. Okay. We're all taking a breath because I hear you and yet. Take a breath. She, you know, she gave us so much overseas and we're like, you know, know. the first episode, we didn't know what we were going to get with Jennifer Coolidge. She could have just, but then we saw her in that scene where she's just like, mommy, mommy, mommy. I mean. We got so many levels in that show that like, we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. That show, a levels machine. And I also love, I think that, um, so basically Bowen, in like the very first scene, you find out that it's not just one guest that's dead. It's several guests that are yeah. dead, which mm-hmm. I feel like is Mike White being like, as commenting okay. on the thing of like, it's the second season, you want more. Okay, we'll kill a couple more people. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't be about that at all, yes, which is no. another thing I like about White Lotus. Yeah. It's like sort of masquerades as like this like murder mystery. And then there's no element of this I don't like, care. in terms of structure, yeah. in terms of how you write a murder mystery that's not here. It's just the story of this it, and this obviously the second and season. And no one's is, thinking about it at all no. as you're watching it. Like, yeah. oh, is that going to lead care. to that? I, I would rather know what the, the thread count on the towel is at this gorgeous hotel. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, I'm very interested in that. There was the first scene where Megan Fahey, who's, by the way, so amazing good and stunning. Love her. Amazing. Now, I, I think she's becoming movie star moment, like, yeah. uh, probably after this. But, she swims out into the ocean, Bowen, and like literally bumps up against a carcass. The carcass was out <laughs> in the ocean. Carcass and out. There's carcass this moment out. of her like being like, what the fuck is that? Because she can feel this body and she looks and you see the body float by and her acting in it is so good because you're just wow. like, it's like shock, disgust, fear, panic. And then like, she's like physically flinging herself out of the water trying to swim away. It's just like, and then it's like White Lotus. You know what I mean? Like immediately the next scene is the fucking hotel manager being like, well, I don't think we're liable because it happened in the water. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> like it's, uh-huh. it's, it's really, really, it's really good. I mean, I, I think that show is a home run. Are you guys watching The Vow season two? No, but I hear it's worth a watch. <laughs> yes. Because Miss Thing is in it. Miss Thing, Thing is, is in it. it. Because I think that the first part ended in a, in like a sort of a loose, messy way. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what are your guys' thoughts? I love it. On part two. To just see Nancy Salzman, the woman that was his kind of counterpart, it's all about Nancy, and it is just wild. Seeing her with her ankle bracelet, like... To see her with her hairless cat just puttering around, like, upstairs. I know. What you're hearing sounds bad, but you're wanting to see it. (laughs) Yeah. You need it. You need it. You need it. Have you guys been watching The Mole? 
What no. the mall? So, Bowen, now you're into the mall? I finished it. I finished it in like three oh, days. Oh, it's iconic TV. And Bowen, Joy. Joy. There's Wait, a character okay, you, Joy, which is... There's a character Joy who you guys will love because she mm-hmm. is... Someone explained this to me perfectly. She is a 2003 era reality villain plopped into 2022. Yes. <laughs> phenomenal. She's confusing. She's confounding. She's a little bit stupid, a little bit of a genius. Mm. Like all, It's all happening. It's like someone from like early Survivor or someone from... Um, <laughs> early i don't know like the mole like it's it's the show that was, I was on gonna say, i remember the mole yeah, being around uh-huh. circle like like when survivor came out it was like a, it, another answer to survivor exactly. i'm gonna say like yes. 2003 2004 yes. like this yes is, and it's yes. back or has it always been going it's been back they only did like four or five seasons of it back in the day and then it took a long break <clears throat> they tried to bring it back in like the early 2010s didn't really work didn't take off I think it's been a hit and I think the whole it's a it's a great watch the whole way through. You guys would wow. love it. Where where am I finding it? Netflix. Netflix they're back. Netflix is back with the mole. Can I throw one more show into the mix quickly? Yeah. It's Go. so good. I, I feel I'm telling people just person by person, which Please. is called, my kid's a fucking star. <laughs> I'm writing this down on paper. It's the greatest show of all time. They're following four children and their stage parents. Okay. Oh each each child more untalented than the one before, with the exception of Cha Cha. And the parents are so wild, but you're also feeling with the parents. Of you're crying, you're laughing. It is so absurd. A father is throwing his daughter, his talentless daughter, a gala to show her as a triple threat. She's 10. He's working her out on a pool float so that she could really get her cardio up to hit the high note. It's what we want. Oh. Where am I finding this? Casey? Oh, God. Where did I even YouTube? find it? It feels YouTube. It's, not it's giving YouTube. Discovery Plus. <laughs> to me, it's giving the TV Guide channel where they just show this show like up in the little like corner, but you're mostly scrolling through what's on TV. <laughs> Yeah. Hold on. Raising a fucking star. I'm so sorry. Raising a fucking star on E. I like no, my kids I like a my fucking kids star. A fucking star. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, sorry. I think you should you should get a you should go and be a producer on that show and change the title. I'm so sorry. Raising a fucking star. <laughs> and where is Excuse it? Excuse me. E. 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 Oh, e. never okay. forget E. It's actually real culture number forty eight. Never, Never forget, forget e. e. Don't count E out. No, yeah. don't count, count E out. out. Cause because if you ever want to just sit your ass down and be entertained for hours on end, it's the new top model. I'm sorry, but Tyler Henry Hollywood Medium. Tyler oh, Henry Hollywood Tyler Medium Henry. will give it to you from zero to a hundred, like at checking every box. <laughs> Twink psychic, as I call him lovingly. Do you believe him? Do you believe him, Matt? Do I believe him? Um I believe that he, I I believe that he is good at intuiting, and I think that there's something to that. Do I think ghosts are coming to chat with him for tea? No. <laughs> okay. I think it's a great touch that he doodles while mm-hmm. the re- while the ghost is in the room. <laughs> I think nice. that's actually that's that's actually a perfect thin layer of theater where it's like <laughs> I I as a viewer I'm like oh then that that must be that's so random that must be important. Yes. Yes. Any type of prop. Someone brings <laughs> yes. like a prop. I'm like, oh, I believe that's an expert. Now, do you have anything that belongs <laughs> yes. to the person? And the, the woman's like, yes. And they give like an old knitted scarf. It's like, oh, I wonder if this is a grandparent. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just in his, he's just in his like in, in his mind. You can't hear it. But he's saying to himself, I got these motherfuckers. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> he believes? That's what I was going to ask you. Do you believe he believes? 
I that's that's interesting. That's really fun. That's a really fun thing to think about. I think he I think he believes. I think but I think I don't believe him when he says I don't do any research on the person. No. That's my question. Mm. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's so random when he does know who the person is. Like he came in and it was like literally like Kim Kardashian. I was like, hi, it's nice to meet you. I, I had never heard this person. And then he met <laughs> Lil Kim and he was like, oh, my God, Lil Kim. I'm like, mama, which Kim is famous? Because that doesn't even look like Lil Kim anymore. <laughs> You didn't know that was Lil' Kim. That woman had a full head transplant. <laughs> she is on the call sheet, though. <laughs> She's on the sure. call sheet. I wonder if he sees his call sheet. He's like, oh, okay, who's today? It, are the ghosts number one on the call sheet? Like- yeah, right. <laughs> They're two through six. <laughs> number one is scarf. Number two is ghost. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> What I well, you know what though? I did when he first came out, like, and it was like a thing. And I think I said to Bo, and I was like, we should get him. This is when we were recording in person a lot. I was like, if we're ever in the same city as him, get him on the pod. We should do a podcast, like an episode of Last Coach, which is him reading us. And then we'd see if we became believers because they can't edit it. You know what I mean? This is, I'll tell you what I do. So he wouldn't agree to do it if. Anyway, but yeah, he probably wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. But, you know, some people like when they like when Long Island Medium goes mm-hmm. to like, oh, she's for real. She's the real thing. <laughs> yeah. When she goes to like Kelly <laughs> Ripper show and she's like, now who has a son who passed from the chest? Who passed from the chest? <laughs> and, and like it's a woman like <laughs> devastated already raising her hand. My daughter passed from the chest. Yeah, and she's connecting with you and she wants to know she forgives you and she has found peace. I need you to be the Long Island medium from now on. I basically am. (laughs) Who passed from the chest? Who passed from the chest? Yeah, screaming. Okay, but can I say one thing about Tyler? Just one quick anecdote, which is that, so Alicia Cuthbert went and did the show and we have the same makeup artist and she went with her and they get there and she's touching her up and then they said to our makeup artist, Kathleen, you need to step in the other room. And she's like, well, can I just stay here and watch the monitor? Because look, we're reading, but we need to look good. Of course. We're at the touch-ups. And she said, no, no, sometimes Tyler gets pulled. Someone else's energy will pull (gasps) and he won't be able to read Mm. the person. So Kathleen goes, okay, I'll leave. So she leaves. She comes back and they don't see her. Now she's by the monitor. And Tyler says to Alicia, I'm seeing a sister who's passed from (gasps) ovarian cancer. And Alicia's like, no. And my makeup artist, Kathleen, (gasps) burst into tears. And apparently he was talking about Kathleen's sister. And that's, wow. and he, he pulled and he goes, he was so confused that it wasn't Alicia. And then Kathleen said she had to like raise her hand and then he spoke to her for a while. Wow. So I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there because I always found that something, right? I definitely want to believe it. I want I to really do. I'm so molter about I know, this. Me too. Well, I want to believe these things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to believe. I'm Mulder. I'm Scully, but. I think Bowen is more Scully. <laughs> I'm a little Scully. I do, Bo. I think you're more Gillian. Or is it Jillian Anderson? I think it's Jillian. Soft G. Jillian. Yeah. I think that because Bowen was the astrology skeptic too. And I came in being like, I'm open to the tides. (laughs) Now I'm like into it. You are, Bowen? I am. Completely. Yeah. We have an amazing astrologist that really opened my eyes to everything. I thought you said it's really opened my ass. We have well, an that too. It's open that every really orifice. Every orifice. Every hole open. she's pried open through the open stars. Open to the stars. Iconic. Who is a astrologist? Can you name them? Heidi Rose Robbins. Uh, first of all, that's stunning. You can follow her on Instagram. I'm telling you. Heidi Rose Robbins. She's the most normal, lovely, gorgeous woman. We've been, I've been seeing her for 17 years. 
Wow. What? Yes. And I, she has pr- predicted things, all manner of things, things that are dangerous to predict. Yeah. For someone, oh, she, I, things that you're like, don't say that yeah. to them. I was having true. trouble conceiving a child and, uh, you know, doing things. Blah, blah, blah. No. And she, she looked me dead in the eyes and said, you're going to be pregnant this year. Wait, what? And then? And then I was. Oh, my God. It had been many years struggle. Things where it's like, but she's so talented. And I, again, I'm a, I'm a bit of a scully and she turned my world around. And hence, like, this is literally like right by like, the first thing I do in the morning. And then all of a sudden, here we are at the podcast recording and the tarot cards were a, a I am away. laughing, Danielle, but when you were like, I pulled a crazy card and it was hope. <laughs> Some of them are a little more like nuanced. Yeah. <laughs> that is a crazy card these days to pull hope to pull, from right. the desk. Mm-hmm. I know. This is coming out a day after the damn midterms. Wow. Let's hope. Audacity of hope. The audacity. The audacity. Truly. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey, Lost Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with Gift Mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. We spoke a second ago about opening our ass. Yeah. Mm. Today we're going to open our mouths to do what a beautiful transition. An iconic <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> like, yeah, but we've been doing this for seven years. Um, so we're going to open our mouths and flap our gums uh, in a segment we call I Don't Think So Honey, which is a 60 second segment on our podcast that we use to employ and I don't think so honey which is a dragging of something in culture I do have something it's a hearkening back to earlier in the episodes but I don't think I can let this human being go any further without being dragged publicly on this podcast we've alluded to not liking her that much before but she needs to be I don't think so honeyed oh my god wow. this is incredible Who this is, is Matt Rogers is I don't think so honey and his time starts now I don't think so, honey. Robin <gasps> Dixon. Robin oh. Dixon, it has to stop because, oh my God, I can tell that this is yours too. I don't think so, honey, Robin Dixon. How come there couldn't be a family fun day? You couldn't, you couldn't, again, a tray of chicken. What was happening? You couldn't get a kickball. We couldn't hire a ref. Oh. Where was Juan Dixon? I was so pissed that Juan Dixon was, Dixon not, was here not here right here. now because he could have been the referee. He could have done something because God knows like what now you're just you're going to put Giselle in charge. Anytime Giselle is in charge, it's going to run into chaos and hell. A bouncy house. I actually looked it up. It's three hundred dollars for the day. Robin, I know money is tight every now and then, but and I don't know what the current financial reality is, but you need to roll your ass out of bed. First of all, we had you rolling out of rolling seconds. out of bed from last season to what? Like 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 get two potato sacks? I'm sorry, but it is not enough. We need no. to get you a Red Bull. We need to get Robin Dixon a cold brew. We need Five to wake seconds. her up. We need to splash some water on her face and get her off to the races. Thank God you stuck up for tennis is the only useful thing you've done in seasons. I don't think so, honey. Wow. <laughs> wow. The way you both jumped back in your chair, you both threw yourselves across rooms. It was so shocking. It was shocking. Because Robin herself has no energy. So to see energy put toward and at Robin was just so uh, yeah, exhilarating. It seem like it makes I sense. didn't know where to go. <laughs> and you went back. You threw I went back. back in the I chair. loved it. I don't necessarily agree, but that's for another day. That's for another day. I, I I will say I agree. Oh, my only note for Potomac overall is that taglines are, are garbage this year. They are so bad. Taglines are bad. I got one totally wrong, and I think it's actually better. <laughs> what like, was it? I got Wendy's wrong. I know she's a friend of the pod. Yes, she yes, is. But, yes. Um, but I thought she said... You know, what did I think she said? I don't have it written down anymore, but it was like, I'm like, I've got a lot of power, but I've got no time. And I thought it was, I've got no time for me. It's <laughs> like, that's so odd. I've got a lot of power, but like, I've got, but no, got time no time for me. For me. Just but like it's sad. <laughs> Just sad. But I believe that because I was like, well, she really doesn't have a lot of time for herself. <laughs> 
but it was. <laughs> but it mean. turns out it was no, t- no time for mean. me. <laughs> but I thought it was no time for me. Listen back to it. <laughs> but whatever the front front of it rhymes with mean, yeah, but like, I can't remember I got, what it was. I'm a Nigerian queen. Yay, who I have no time, yes, no time for me. It was mean. queen. It was like, but I thought it was, I'm a Nigerian no, queen with no me. time for me. Sad. <laughs> sad. Felt sad. <laughs> Yeah, the taglines really are rough. I think Candace's is good, but I also can't remember it. I think I wrote it down, but in my notes from last week's episode, but I... What is it, Bo? It looks like you know it. Well, I don't know what it is either, but the structure for the last three seasons, I think, has been... My noun may be adjective, but my noun <laughs> is adjective. That's, yeah. that's, that's what it's been <laughs> for it's years. It's a madlib. I love it's it. It's madlib. A madlib. Can you see them all with the whiteboard out just coming up with those? <laughs> I mean, it's... my favorite thing is to imagine their comedy rooms that they put together just to get oh. pitched them all day. Like, do you ever buy t- Dr. Tiffany Moon's candles? My bit was that she put a comedy room together to, to put the <laughs> packaging together. <laughs> Because there's little jokes on the. On there's the so many little jokes on them. They're all named after like different drugs, <laughs> like propranolol. Have you guys bought yourself any fresh wolf? No, I've not bought fresh wolf. I'm not interested in the kids. Okay, you're not interested but, in Fudge College. Mr. Not, fudge, do, uh, fudge College is amazing. Fudge <laughs> College is iconic. Salt Lake. I will say, I, can I just correct the record? I do love yeah. Salt Lake, and I I'm loving Lisa Barlow even more than I ever have. She's I the realized, star. Yeah, because Matt told me. And I think you're totally right. She does not. She's she's driving the story forward without looking like she's producing. Like mm-hmm. you know, Jen, Heather, and Meredith. I'll say like they they do a little too much meddling where it's like a little too like puppet stringy. Whitney mm. too. Whitney's hulling journey. Her hilling journey. <laughs> her yeah. Hulling. 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 My feelings were hurt. Especially during my hauling journey. <laughs> Ain't no sign to a hauling journey. Is that like a Utah accent? What is I, that? I don't know if it's Botox or Utah. Oh my God. <laughs> Botox or Utah. Is it Botox or Utah? Another title for you guys. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's a great title. That's really good too. Wow, title machine over here. Guys, yeah. had to name a lot of Hot Wives episodes. Yeah, honestly. Uh-huh. But, okay, so, but you guys are, you're pro Robin. I, I love her because I'm again, I wouldn't think someone so sleepy I could get behind. Usually I like a more energetic wife, but there's yeah, I like her as ASMR, <laughs> but there's something about it. It's like, you know, it's like Stephen Wright is a comedian. You know what I mean? They're giving <laughs> it's a very old reference just in Dang, a different, a different way. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a different kind of housewife. One that's yeah, barely I like awake. It. I know, but that's a new flavor. We haven't seen that sleepy flavor before. I'm into it. We ordered her hats and we... Uh-huh. Did you yeah. ever get them? I finally did. <laughs> <laughs> but when I tell you... Emails upon emails about we're going to think about getting them to you. It was so many updates and so many emails. And it's just sent from her. Like, not even like a MailChimp account. Like, just like a... It's like Robin Dixon, 24, 26. Like, and she was just like, guys... I know I'm disappointing you and I'm sorry. <laughs> and then she was like, if you really need them, you can email me. Yeah. As opposed yeah, to we like, bought them. we really need them. <laughs> She's like, anything I spend my money on, I really, really need. need them. If you really need them. She was because it was the holiday season. She was like, if you really, because everyone bought them for like gifts last year for holidays. And she was like, look, if you really need it by Christmas, like I can do my best. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite things Bowen said on the pod was Robin is $200,000 in debt. She can not put a hat in a box. <laughs> she, she can't. She can't. No, she can't. Mm-mm. She can't. I mean, listen, 
Are we all doing Housewives? I don't think so, honey. Because I I will gladly. I'd, I I mine was a Housewives. I don't think so, honey. But I, Danielle I don't and I were going to go together. Role. We do have. It's a former Housewife though. Oh, you're going to go together. Yeah, I love it. Really cool. I really like that. Okay, that's never never, never been done. But first, yeah. You got it? Okay, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His time on his birthday starts now. I Don't Think So Honey trips to Arizona or to Zion. I think people are going too much to this part of the country that I don't I don't think people really need to see Thank you. anymore. <laughs> I think we understand what goes on there. And I'm not, I'm not saying this in like a flyover statey way as someone Correct. who grew up in Colorado. I just mean that like pandemic is sort of like allowing travel to happen again to far flung places. We're done with American destinations. I don't think we need to, I, th- I think we've also just like run the tank on those places across shows, across franchises. Let's go back to, um, I'll say a Turks and Caicos, not to, mm. you know, overlap there, but like, you know, let, let's leave the country. Let's get these women, their passports, you know, renewed <laughs> um, just so that they can, for the betterment of their own lives. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm a little bit bored of the mainland destinations. Go to Hawaii. Let's go to Alaska. At least if you're not going to leave the U.S., that's what I have to say. And that's what I meant. I think that I completely agree with you. If I like even even the Real Housewives of New Jersey Nashville trip, that was fun. But like, it's so American that I'm like, let's go places. We know we can book Thailand like we can do other things. Jen Shaw cannot leave the country as a convicted felon. But they can go then, to Hawaii. Then Jen stays home. Hawaii, you're right. And Jen stays home. Yes, Bowen. I th- they could I go to Hawaii. They could go to Alaska. We could go to yeah. New York City would even be something. Give us something. something. These yeah. go- Airbnbs, they're all blending together with the grill and the taupe rugs. I can't. I'm with I you. I know. Um, and, or Mexico City. Have, they, have any of the women done Mexico City? You know, when we were there for New Year's, I think we even said out loud this would be a good housewife's trip. Absolutely. But Jen Shaw can't go. She cannot. I'm, I'm not saying for Salt Lake City. I'm saying for like a lot of this. Yeah. I know I know we're coming out of pandemic stuff, but I feel like we got to mix it up again. I don't want to see an Airbnb. Me neither. I don't. Not again. I can't. That culture to me, I'm I'm all set. I'd like to see a hotel. I also think I'm rap. I'm a rap on skiing. Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't want to see skiing anymore. Like I feel like I see skiing on Beverly Hills on Salt. Like they're these women are always skiing, and I'm like, I understand this is a thing that like turns them on. But no more skiing for me. I'd like to see them at the beach. I'm a me rap too. on them all pedaling a bike together and <laughs> yeah, um, oh yeah, a drinking. drink, a drink bike. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Please. Please. Dun, dun, dun. They were dun, trying dun, dun. so hard to like the Salt Lake City girls were quote unquote oh. having so much fun. Yeah. I'm like, y'all don't y'all are gassing mm. it. Like, no. Meredith Marks is not throwing whipping alcohol in someone's face. It was so painful. No, no, no. no. <laughs> she is not. It's just not her energy. She would not engage in, in activities such as this. Um, Bowen, I think that one's important for the culture. Thank you for offering it. Um, so so we are to understand that Danielle and Casey will do a joint. I don't think so, honey. Huge. Yes. Okay. It felt this Major. needs the power of two voices because it's a big one. I think it does. Wow. The power of two voices is also a front runner for title of app. <laughs> the power of two voices. Of two voices. Wow. I keep tossing them out. <laughs> You're a machine. Okay. So this is a joint. This is for the first time ever in Lost Culturistas history. Bowen, how exciting is that to say? 
in the seven years of this program, we have not, the fact that there are still firsts, so, so refreshing. Well, this podcast has received critical acclaim and has been cited in academic work for the host's insight into the entertainment industry. That's on our Wikipedia page. We don't make the rules, nor do we edit the page. Um, but this is Casey Wilson and Daniel Schneider's I Don't Think So, Honey. Their time starts now. I don't think so, Honey, Bethany Frankel. I think oh. we've had enough with the tutorials. Number yeah. one, uh, at least place yourself somewhere else than in your closet with messy kind of cabinet behind you. I, I'm all set with your new podcast idea. Danielle, take it oh, from here. No, I, I don't new, need it. This new podcast idea, how dare you? First of all, is it a conflict of interest for us? Of course Absolutely. it is. Save some for the rest of us. We liked you when you were sort of humanitarian. We but love you that claim favorite. to hate po- Housewives. You say you're done with it. You've moved on. You don't need to be doing a rewatch. And, and you've named it Rewives? I can't no, even understand please. it. No. Also, you have to come when you are doing a Housewives podcast, and I say this, you have to come from it with love, and you have such detest. Yes. Such you look on the on the Housewives with disdain, disgust. and now disdain. you're trying to make you a think buck off them. And them. I know you have a beauty line coming. That's why you're tearing everyone else's down. And Luann Dalsep said this is a failed pivot, and that should be the name of my new memoir. But it is another failed pivot. Wow, and that is one minute, and that oh. is. This is this is something we really need to hear because when I heard she was doing this, I too thought it was capital P pathetic. Yes. She's lost. She's lost. She's lost. I thought in the words of what she said to Jill, many Jill Zarin many years ago, get a hobby. Yep. Bethany Frank. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, she's really spinning the wheels. And if you ever watch her on TikTok, that is a film that I would like to see one of these actresses we mentioned earlier take on. Oh, yeah. Just like a, a 90 minute film of Bethany Frankel, the rise and fall of the past six months of her on TikTok, <laughs> taking on the establishment because she felt she was shadow banned, yes. committing to her small following, ultimately disca- d- deciding this isn't for me. I'm going to do podcast. Yes. It went from makeup tutorials to po- those makeup tutorials are insane. The lighting. I've only seen the lighting on them in quick in quick little moments. I'm like, oh, there's the setup is all wrong. Yeah. Oh, and also it's like it's okay to be like the makeup tutorial is fucked it's not like a comment on appearance or anything because when you come up with like like for example like when you're doing a weight loss thing and you show a before and after like the drop it with Drew of it all <laughs> oh my god and you show a before and after and the before and after looks the same that's not us commenting on your physique that's us commenting on your business it's yes. like it looks like so you've literally showed us a before and after so now it's fair game Bethany Frankel in horrid lightings doing a makeup tutorial and then not looking good that is fair game for us to be able to say hey mama I don't know a woman who brought a skinny girl is now attacking Photoshop and women's body image. It's I'm I'm upset with myself that I didn't include that in my minute. She's trying to pivot and say like, well, skinny girl really isn't about weight. Like it's a le- like she's tr- as opposed to yeah, you know what? That was at a time when I thought that was important. Like either own it or don't own it. But she yeah. she's like trying to ride that line in the middle. And sorry, no, we don't believe totally. You. I appreciate her humanitarian work, but it's interesting because I find it interesting she can so show such great compassion, but it's always not to actual people. You know, people who are like dog people or she at a remove. I think she seems to have a very big, she has a very big heart and it's amazing, but there's something like in person, she's the least warm human. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it's, it's, um, she is an, like one of those Enneagrams or whatever that where it's like she is an achiever and she's an individualist where it's like mm-hmm. her she's like putting the achievement in like a sort of like altruistic thing of like here I'm helping the people of Puerto Rico out but it's like 
I, I, and I don't, I don't like to accuse anyone of this, but it feels self-serving, you know? Well, I think anything she does, like even, I'm glad she's doing it. Fine. Let it be self-serving, but it is like, Uh we can acknowledge that like she is helping. I'm glad she is continue to do that. Continue to self-serve, but it is serving herself. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that the difference is that when it is a large group of amorphous people, she's not seeing, it's like she, she can commit to that. But then in basic humanity, one-on-one interactions, she's actually quite cruel. And like, it's, it it goes beyond just like, Oh, that's something nasty on housewives. Like Luann, like I think when she came up for air years later and was like, Oh no, the worst thing anyone's ever done to me was Mm -hmm. bring the cameras into that room and show me a text that obviously she had like, she had premeditated this and on camera she showed me my husband was cheating on me and I begged her not to. I said, don't do this. And like, of course, now it made an iconic scene. Question mark. You know, it made an iconic scene. How could you do this to me? Question mark. (laughs) But, but that was the worst moment of her life. Wow. I will say, and this is a sketch that no one has to watch. No one, I'm not doing that thing where I'm like, I wrote a sketch. We did a sketch last night, me and Sarah Sherman, where we're jurors and we're screaming at everything. We're we're reacting in this very like <laughs> I'll oh, watch every oh, minute. Oh no, 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 please, please don't. But it's it, it it was from the source of it all was Sarah and I were laughing at that moment in that string of episodes when Bethany tells Ramona about the <laughs> cheating, and then Ramona goes, <laughs> <laughs> Like Ramona just screams and runs to the bathroom and she's like, Look at me. She's looking look at, at herself in the mirror. Look at me, look at me. It's look at me. I'm so crying. funny. <laughs> look at me I'm crying is so another, Sarah Sherman came on Bitch Sesh as well and she killed me I love her so she said Lisa Rinna's hair at Sutton Strax was blown back by the speed of light <laughs> <laughs> blown back by the speed of light uh, Sarah's a star <laughs> a star and she and Bo and her sisters at the show love 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 her well, this has been pretty much everything I could have ever wanted it to be. It's been a long time coming for you guys to be on. You will return. You this must was return. so much fun. And hey, where can people get your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All your podcatchers. E. Um, e. <laughs> Netflix.com. Netflix.com. You're both so lovely and warm. I love listening to you. You're just such a highlight and a light in this world, truly. Not an exaggeration. No, I no. love you guys so much. And even though we were both against each other for the People's Choice Awards oh some years back. <laughs> oh, wow. What a moment in history. And we, do we both lose? Do we, we, and we both lost. Who won? Did it, was, was it like reasonably shady? I think something else. <laughs> something else. Like doctors in the house or something. <laughs> well, they deserve it. I don't know what it was. Danielle... Danielle bought a dress the day we were nominated. Yeah, I bought a dress. And then they were like, yeah. Only for us to find that we were not invited invited to the... Oh, okay. But that's okay. That's an excuse to buy a dress. Of course. Absolutely. You were nominated for PCA. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And also, wait, did wait one more thing. Did you know I just did Melissa Gorga's podcast and we are are the best of friends now? No. And I know I'm going to get drunk with her and her husband. Oh, You don't think she's going to be unmasked as a villain this year? I don't care. Oh, okay, okay. Because, okay. because I, I am like I am like anti Teresa. I I, mm. I I I I'm allergic to Teresa. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, I'm not Teresa Hive. But that's I guess that's for part two. 
Um, wow, wow, you guys wow, are the wow. best. Danielle and Casey, thank you so much for, for doing the show. Thank you for having us. We end every episode with a song and today is a major day. It's Bowen Yang's birthday. So we sing the most famous song in the world for him. Happy birthday <laughs> to, to you. This is one of the most famous songs. Happy birthday. I'm singing to myself. You can make alterations. To to you. Me. Like that. Happy this part gets hard. One of the America's greatest treasures, national treasure. Happy, Happy birthday. And what do I want for Christmas? Just what do I want for Christmas? Really, really want It becomes like it becomes like like a a mix a, a mashup of songs. Come back, come, come back. Oh, that, is a, that song is good. It's one that of the is a great song. Best songs I ever written. I love that song. Have you heard Brandy's "The Life Hard. of a Housewife"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life <laughs> of a Housewife. It's a rap song though. By Brandy and Glanville. That's by Brandy Glanville herself. Oh my god. So everyone's gonna go stream that one right now. <laughs> Bye. 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 There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.